following program is sponsored by friends and partners of Oasis Ministries. Oh, I need yes,
faced a mountain that I have no strength to climb and the struggle of the journey left me weak both in body and in mind from where I stand to the peak is a distance on my own I cannot reach So this journey of a thousand steps began right here down on my knees. Soon I'll soar like an eagle, high on wings of grace. Oh, I'm going to reach into the heavens. Oh, I can almost see God's face I'm rising in His splendor To 
heights I never knew. Oh, what once looked like such a tall mountain, just a hill from heaven's point of view. I may face things tomorrow that I cannot comprehend today. Circumstances so uncertain often make it hard to find the strength to pray. But I'm living in His promise. I'll never leave you. I'll always see you through. This mountain is to an eagle flying high. It's just a hill from heaven's point of view. Soon I'll soar like an eagle, high on wings of grace. I'm going to rise up into the heaven. Almost see God's face. I'm rising in His splendor to heights I never knew. What once looks like a mountain, friend, it's just a hill from heaven's point of view. Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. For the day God would give him a son. Blessed Isaac was his name, the greatest gift he ever wasn't him God wanted me now most of us I dare to say we have an Isaac in God's way and on this high 
Hallelujah. It wasn't Isaac. God wanted. God wants you. And when you lay your Isaac down, a broken heart. Hallelujah. But a father's And on this altar you will bring. It wasn't Isaac. God wants. God wants you. Will you sing with me? Have your Bibles turn with me to St. John 11 and 1. Now, a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Murray, and her sister Martha. I don't know what your Lazarus could be. It could be your home, your children, your ministry. It was going great. Now it's sick. And if I could just, just read between. I love Jesus and I love people, but I don't like some of the stuff that's going on in modern religion or modern, even the full gospel and the Pentecostal movements. We're missing, they're missing the mark, and I refuse to go that way. But I love the honesty of the Bible. Now, there was a certain man was sick named Lazarus. They've got this thing going that if you live for God, it's going to be a bed of roses and everything is ease. And if you have any problems, you must have sin. You must have missed God or failed God or God be mad at you. But could I read the Bible? There was a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany. Could I tell you he was a close friend of Jesus? Can I tell you, I'm persuaded to these scriptures. His heart was right and his heart was tender, but he had a problem. Hallelujah. They, they, they don't want us to talk about it. They don't want us, they want us to act like everything's good and everything's fine. And because we live for God, it's a bed of roses. But I don't mind telling you, sometime I have a problem. Sometime there's a Lazarus in the house. We, we've allowed, we've allowed this modern spirit of Pentecostalism to intimidate us because we don't want to talk about sometime we have a problem in the house. Sometime there's things we're crying about behind closed doors. I don't want to start a ruckus in church this morning, but anybody in the building like Fords? Can I tell you, every Ford dealership, they have a Ford garage because they have problems sometimes. Anybody in the building like Chevrolets or Dodges? Could I tell you every dealership has a garage because they have problems sometimes? 
They don't always sit there shiny and new. They have problems sometimes. Can I tell you right at the front, right here at the edges of these pulpit, we have an altar here. This is our dealership garage. Hallelujah. We'll dance up and down the middle when everything's going good. But I have a place right here when I have a problem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach this hard and I'm going to preach it loud. Please hear me. I believe if some of us wouldn't let others here that love us intimidate us, I believe we'd be in here in these altars early praying, God, I've got a problem. And I believe there's some of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just, let's just deal with this now. There's this thing. If you see me go to the altar, you say, oh, Brother Anthony's backslidden. He's got to repent. And we're afraid to go to the altar because we're afraid you're going to judge us. But this is just not an altar to repent in. This is an altar to be mended. This is an altar to be restored. This is an altar after I've cried all night. I can find rest. This is the altar after I've fought the devil. I can feel his arms around me. This is an altar after life's broken me. I can be healed. I can be mended and I can be restored. That's what these altars are for. But we don't want to admit we have a problem in the house. We want to be superficial Christians. We want to have it all together. We want to walk so close with God that He told us what to cook for breakfast and He waved at us as we left the house, but it's not a real world, friend. There's death and sorrow and heartaches in this world. Until you get to heaven every once in a while, you're going to have some problems. Hallelujah. Don't mean I'm going to keep it. Don't mean it's going to break me. just means I have to deal with it. I have a problem. I'm not trying to get to the psychiatrist. I'm not trying to get to the judge or the lawyer. i got to have somebody help me get to Jesus. Somebody's got to help me get to Jesus. They had a problem in the house. There was a need inside the house. We call 911 and we expect a quick response because we got a problem. 250, 200, 250 people in this church, they ought to be somebody. When we're ready to leave, when we're ready to dismiss in a few minutes, there ought to be somebody still in these altars say, I need help. I've got a problem. Somebody should have been here at 1030 in these altars this morning and said, this is the only hope I know. This is the only deliverance I know. He's the only one I know can help me. And I need help. I've got a problem. I've got a problem. They said to Jesus, we've got a problem. Lazarus is sick. But Brother Anthony, you don't know how many times I've been to that altar. It's strange. It's strange. They don't fix your car the first time you'll go back. Doctor, don't turn it around the first time you'll go back. Lawyer, don't turn it around the first time. You'll go pay him again. And Jesus don't even ask no surcharge. He said, just come give me your brokenness. Give me your, my hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him. Hallelujah, I'm begging somebody. I know you used to pray about it, but you need to pray about it again. I know you used to land these altars, but somebody needs to land these altars again. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby we prayed we fasted we even got a prophecy we had tongues and interpretation and we knew he was listening we felt a touch of unction but nothing changed the fever didn't break the diagnosis didn't turn everything remained the same nothing changed 
John 11 and 7. Then after that, he said to he to his disciples, let us go into Judah again. It never turned now. We're going all the way down to John eleven eighteen. It's never turned and Lazarus is dead. And it looked like when Jesus could have fixed it, he didn't. When he could have turned it around, he didn't. And now Lazarus is dead in John eleven eighteen. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off. 11 and 19. And many of the Jews came to Murray or Martha and Murray to comfort them concerning their brother. Thank God for a church that will comfort us. Thank God for a Holy Ghost people. I don't always need you to preach to me. Sometimes I just need you to wrap your arms around me and let me cry. I know, I know uh, Psalms 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Sometimes I don't even need it quoted to me. I just need you to wrap your arms around with me and say, I am with you. The Bible said they would know we're his disciples because we have love one to another. So church, let's don't just shout together. Let's cry together. Let's climb high mountains together and let's walk through valleys together. We'll be, we'll be a chain linked together. We'll help each other make it home. Eleven twenty. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him and Mary still sat in the house hallelujah hallelujah I've got three things I want to preach and I don't have time to preach it all so I'm going to hit some of it and perhaps come back later some people get up quick after tough storms but but there's the Murrays that still sat in the house hallelujah and I believe I'm talking to somebody today it's been a storm it didn't go the way we wanted it to go but you need to get up and tell the devil I'm not going to let go of Jesus this thing didn't turn out like I thought it turned out he didn't do what I want him to do. He didn't move the way I want him to move, but he's my beloved. He's my Prince of Peace. He's my Savior, and I'm not going to let go of him, and I'm not going to turn loose of him, and I'm not going to walk away from him because he's everything to me. And somebody ought to praise him out loud. Hallelujah. Jesus stayed up, and they showed in the house. Jesus moved, and they wouldn't even worship because of what they... Hey, friends, this is Pastor Anthony Wynn, Oasis TV Ministry here in Athens, Tennessee. What honor to come into your home. We'd ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us, even 5 or $10 a month to help us carry this tremendous load to reach this generation with the love of God and the mercy of God. We've tried our best to be a good steward, but if you'd stand with us and hold our hands up, we could lengthen our cords and reach more people, and it's all we want to do because Jesus is coming back. We'll push, we'll pray, we'll go. Will you send us? We love you. God bless you. Please pray for us. Thank you.